0: Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7 verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization and they had a new member and I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings and it turned out that that person was really really nice and I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or, or something else which made them seem aloof, but they were nice and they befriended other people in the organization and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge and it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally and when i apply these things to my life sometimes i'll think now do i want god to judge me that way do i want other people to judge me that way and so i reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages i'm reading and it feels much more personal to me and i realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you read or Movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. The first portion of this podcast is called Pull the Wool Over Eyes, Christians. It is from a post that I put on a blog I felt led to create called Types of Christians. You can find that at https, colon, double backslash, types of Christians T-Y-P-E-S-O-F-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. The passage for this is from Jeremiah 7, verses 8 through 10. Behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. Will ye still murder and commit adultery and swear falsely and burn incense under Baal and walk after other gods whom ye know not? And come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, we are delivered to do all these abominations. I realize that we don't burn incense to idols like Baal and then go to church acting like nothing ever happened. Do we do unethical things at work in order to climb the corporate ladder and then go to church and act like nothing ever happened? Do we flirt with people other than our spouse and then go to church acting like nothing ever happened? Do we tell white lies to get ourselves out of financial predicaments with IRS and then go to church acting like nothing ever happened? Are we rude and talk hatefully to others, even telemarketers and then go to church acting like nothing ever happened? This is one I have to work on myself because I don't always do the best with telemarketers and I'm not always as patient and tolerant as maybe I should be. It's funny how we can waltz into church acting as if we can pull the wool over everyone's eyes. Maybe we can pull the wool over the eyes of most, but not God who sees and knows who we are and what we have failed to do. As the pull the wool over eyes Christians consider taking the time to tell God that you haven't always behaved the way he would want. Ask him to forgive you and, and give you the willingness to be a better Christian in the future. He will do it if you take the time to ask him to. I do want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my faith walk with Christ, this may not reflect the whole meaning of the Bible passages that I share with you. I, like to read the Bible every day. It sets a positive tone in my life. And I understand best anybody can. I don't mean better than anybody can, but people understand the best they can when they're reading the Bible, a hundred different people read the Bible. They would get a hundred different interpretations for this thing. I mean, if they read a passage, you get a hundred different interpretations for that passage. But And I understand in the context of the passage of what it means for the most part. But I also like that. God has led me to a point where a lot of the passages that I read have a way of applying to my life or the things I see in the world or things that relate to me or the things that have happened or things like that. And it it makes it a special kind of like bonus that I not only get the religious context of the Bible passages, but a personal connection as well. Now, do I get a personal connection with everything and then read no, not everything lends itself to it. And sometimes when I read something applies to me one way, and the next time I go through the Bible and read that part, something else relates to me, you know, with it, it just makes it that I'm reading on a a different level and it feels uh, like a closer personal cl- uh, connection to Christ and that's why I share it with you because it's examples so that even though you won't relate to and the Bible passes it passages in the same way you can see that there is a different level that you can relate to Christ beyond just the literal meaning or figurative meaning of Bible passages you can get a personal connection. Hey, the Hissy Fit Christians is the last portion of the podcast and the passage that is connected with it is from Jeremiah 18, verse 8. If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do to them. I remember staying at my aunt's house for a couple of weeks during the summer. We had a wonderful fun watching the soaps, these soap operas eating fried egg sandwiches and just spending time together. The girl next door had an above-ground pool. I had been envious of her ever since I went to stay with my aunt. And at the end of my vacation at my aunt's house, the neighbor invited me over for a pool party. I wasn't allowed to go, so I ranted and raved around the house, having a royal hissy fit because I didn't get my way. My aunt had been there supporting me all along like God supports us. Then the minute I didn't get everything I wanted, I had a fit and acted like everything wonderful that she and I did together it really didn't matter anymore. I'm sure she must have been hurt by my ungrateful behavior the same as God is hurt from my hissy fit same as God is hurt from hissy fit Christians. Once I calmed down and realized how unreasonable I was, I apologized and my aunt forgave me, much in the same way that God forgives us, even when we have behaved hatefully. My aunt's forgiving nature, not harboring resentments, allow us to enjoy our last days of my vacation, creating fond memories to last a lifetime. Fortunately, God doesn't keep a tally sheet of all our shortcomings because Jesus wiped it clean. He doesn't harbor resentments for our sinful deeds. What an awe-inspiring and wonderful God. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time, where you will hear are more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.